Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. Holy shit. Holy shit, future bajillionaires. It is launch week of my book. It's launch week of my book, Deeper Than Money. And I cannot even believe it. If you've pre-ordered it, that means you will get it this freaking week which is so wild. You can go and get it in person. You can go to a bookstore um, and they might just have it on stock or you can call them ahead of time or order it online through them and then go pick it up in person, which is also just as wild. I wanted like the full experience. So I ordered it online from a couple different places. And then this week, I'm also going to go in person to a couple local Kansas City stores and go and sign copies that they have, buy a copy because I want to, just the thought of like, you know, driving to Barnes and Noble and walking in and walking to the finance section and saying, oh, there's my book and picking it up and handing it to the person in the register and being like, hello, I would like to buy this, and then buying it, and then walking out. I just can't even, it is launch week, and I still can barely even comprehend that. Like, it is just so freaking wild. It's so wild to me. Um, But yeah, I want to tell you thank you if you have already pre-ordered the book. I can't tell you how much this means to me. Um, I'm going to do a podcast episode all about the book writing process, but if you've been around the last truly three years for this book writing process, it has been a journey. Like the book writing process also fell, (laughs) like it happened to fall over some of the hardest times in my life. And so this book to me is so meaningful because one, I'm so passionate about this idea of what the book talks about, right? It's called Deeper Than Money, same as my company, same as this podcast, but it's called Deeper Than Money because it's about building wealth that matters. It is about building wealth and getting ahead with money in a way that's meaningful, in a way where there's no shame. And oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm like so emotional this week, but I just so vividly remember when I was trying to get out with money, you know, I was 19, 20 and I was going to the library at my college and I was going to the finance section and 
I was picking up these books that just made me feel like shit when I already felt like shit. I already felt clueless. I already felt dumb. I already felt like I don't belong here in the finance section. I was already like embarrassed if anybody saw me because they would, you know, just be like, well, what is she doing here? And I didn't felt didn't feel like I fit the narrative. I didn't feel like I was someone who would ever get out with money, but it was like, oh my gosh, I did not expect to get emotional about this, but it was like my Hail Mary walking in there. I'm feeling like just this tiny little voice was like, what if you could get ahead with money? But there was so much shame covered on top of that. There's so much shame. The voice of doubt and the voice of, um, you know, the bitch and the Hulk that I'm going to talk about when I show you a sneak peek of, of chapter one, I talk about both of those voices, but I was just riddled with shame. I felt like such an idiot. I felt so embarrassed about where I was at with money. And, um, that stayed with me. Even when I, you know, I was making some results, like so much of the finance industry and the books that I was picking up when I went to the library, it was like, just try harder. Just stop spending. Like, how dare you? You've you've student loan debt, first of all, idiot. Second of all, how dare you have student loan debt and you're still going out to get drinks with your friends? And so I just, I, I went to the library with so much shame and I picked up these finance books and they fed me more shame. They were like, try harder, sacrifice these things, stop going out to eat, don't see the inside of a restaurant if you have debt. And also, if you, you'd be good with money if you just tried harder. And I just felt even more embarrassed Like my first six months of trying to get ahead with money and the books that I was reading, the finance books I was reading, I felt worse about myself and I felt more lost. And even when I made financial progress and like had these little money wins, like for what though? My relationship with money and my mental health surrounding finances was a million times worse. I was a million times more stressed and it it just... I wasn't getting ahead with money in a way that mattered. And I wasn't getting ahead with money in a way where I was honoring that, you know, I was in my junior, senior year of college. You know, my life now, like, I was so worried, like, college will be the best time of my life. It'll never get better. That's not true. Um, I'm My life right now is, oh my gosh, like, the best thing ever. But at that time, like, that's still such a sacred time. Like, I loved college I still have all my same best friends from college. It gave me everything. And those times were priceless. Those times were everything to me. And I felt so guilty for having them. I felt so guilty for so many of the memories of being at a bar with my friends or going out to get coffee with a coworker or treating myself to a new outfit or anything like that. I felt so guilty for it during those times. Because everything I was reading, these finance books were saying, all that matters is to get ahead with money. That's all that matters. All that matters is you pay off debt because debt is bad and you fucked up and you suck. That's the message I was getting. And again, wow, I did not expect that I was going to get emotional right there. But, and I'm going to get emotional again. But this book, Deeper Than Money, that comes out this week is the book. Oh my gosh. Um, that's a book that if I could go back and, <laughs> and give to my 19-year-old self and my 20-year-old self, 
I can't even imagine how much of the broken things I believe to be true about money and about myself would have been healed. And I can't imagine how much shame would have been let go of instead of just, you know, lit on fire and spread. Like this is the book that I was so desperately going to the library and hoping for and that I I wanted that I was just like searching for, but I didn't find. And it's just so crazy because now, you know, however many years later, seven, eight years later, like I wrote it and I'm, I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of that. And, um, and what's so cool about this book is that it's not just for someone who like me, when I was 19 and 20 knew absolutely fucking nothing about money and how to get ahead and was just constantly stressed it's not just for that person. It's also for the person who is doing pretty well with money or, you know, maybe feels like they're average or feels like, you know, they're doing really well, but still feels that lingering shame around money or still feels like, man, I'm behind. I'm not where I want to be. Um, or still feels guilt when they're spending on themselves or still feels nervous, um, when they transfer money out of their savings and feels guilt for that, or still feels like, oh my gosh, I just like, I'll never, you know, I'm not hitting my goals fast enough. There's always something that comes up and whatever else. Like it's, it's really for everyone, wherever you are in your finance journey, because it comes down to the fundamentals that aren't taught, which is how to get ahead with money in a way that matters. And so if you're someone who's like, I don't even know how to get ahead with money. I'm so happy that you're picking up this book and not a finance book that's telling you, Hey, here's how to get ahead. But the way I'm going to teach it is by sacrificing the things that you care about. Um, This finance book is the opposite. So it's for someone who's like, I don't know how to get ahead. But it's also for someone who's like, I do know how to get ahead with money, but I've done it in a way where I've been taught to shut out the things that matter and feel guilty for purchasing things that I'm excited about and things that I love. And I've been taught that the only way that I can purchase the Taylor Swift concert tickets or the new outfit or the trip is to disassociate from my goals and say, screw it, fine, I'll just do it. Because if I keep in mind my finance goals and the only way to get ahead with money is to say, well, just don't spend, like only pay for what you need and whatever else, then caring about and spending on the things that matter to you feel frivolous and then guilt is associated, and then shame is associated, and it's this constant cycle, and and this is the book that teaches you how to heal that, and again, teaches you how to get ahead with money in a way that matters, and that's what matters most, and today, I am going to give you a little sneak peek into this book and into chapter one specifically of this book. I was going to give a sneak peek of like chapter five or somewhere in the middle. But for me, I like if I'm going to read a book, I'm like, well, I don't want to skip to chapter five. Like if I want to sneak peek, I want a sneak peek of the beginning. So then I can, if that's something I want to do, then I can go and pick it up and get it. And so um, this is a sneak peek into, it's not all of chapter one, it's just a little bit of chapter one. And you're getting a sneak peek into the audio book of Deeper Than Money that I recorded. So 
This is Penguin Random House. They put all of this on. This is their audio file. It's me speaking. So if you like the podcast um, and, and somehow enjoy listening to me talk and hearing me say it, then you can go and buy this book or like pre-order this book and get it. If you're listening to this podcast in real time, you can go and get it tomorrow. And if you're listening to this podcast well after it's been released, you can just go and buy it and get it whatever, which is so exciting. Um, so you can go and get the book or you can get the audio version. If you're more of an audiobook person, you can go and download that, which is awesome. And Again, I will say, I don't know how y'all listen to my voice. I'm sure everybody doesn't like listening to their voice, but I definitely don't. Um, But if you can somehow tolerate listening to my voice, it was fun to record because I was able to read and speak the book the way I meant it. And sometimes that's hard to do when you're writing because not everyone understands my sarcastic tone and... So that was really cool to be able to speak in my, the way that I talk and be a sarcastic asshole and poke fun at things and laugh about things. And so the audio version is, is super cool too. Um, but yeah, you can go and pre-order the book. And if you're listening to this anytime after August 22nd, 2023, you can go and just buy the book. You don't even have to pre-order it. You can just go out and buy it. Again, go and call. If you want to get it in person, make sure to call ahead of time to make sure they have a copy and um, go and tell your local Barnes and Noble that they should definitely stock my um, my book at their their store because that's super cool. All right, so without further ado, I want to introduce Penguin Random House presenting Deeper Than Money by Chloe Lise, narrated by Chloe Lise, aka me bitches. Let's do it. Um, again, we're going to sneak sneak peek into the audio and you can go and enjoy that now. Here we go. Part 1. Understanding Beliefs. Chapter 1. Deeper Than Money. Click. I hung up the phone with my travel agent. My head was spinning, but in the best kind of way. I had just dropped $10,000 in 15 minutes flat to book a last-minute trip to Europe. Being able to spend that money and have that amount of financial freedom was a monumental money win for me. I smiled as another, bigger win crossed my mind. Silence. The two inner money dialogues that had plagued me my entire life were silent. Money has always been represented by two voices in my head, the bitch and the hulk. At all times, with every swipe of my card, they were present. Maybe these voices I'm talking about are familiar to you. The bitch popped up every single time I spent money. She was constantly telling me I needed to justify every purchase I made. She would make me feel guilty for spending any money that could have gone toward paying off debt or pass judgment on me when I bought anything extra for myself. She was the voice of WTF Are You Doing, 
who do you think you are spending this money? You should be putting that money toward your student loans or your credit card debt. The bitch was always nagging me and making me feel guilty for every purchase. The other voice, the Hulk, would smash his way into my thoughts and convince me to forget all of my previous goals, all my commitments, or let's be honest, my tax bracket, and say, screw it, I deserve to treat myself, or I overspent anyway, so it doesn't matter if I splurge. The Hulk was the voice that convinced me to completely shut down and give him ultimate control, resulting in me feeling like a completely different version of myself. These were the times I'd disassociate from all of the goals I had originally had in place. I'd click on any buzzy social media advertisement and add to cart until I was able to hit the $150 mark to get free shipping. I already spent $100. Might as well spend $50 more to get free shipping. The Hulk had an I don't care, I want it now mentality with no regard for future outcomes. And the second he got an inch, he took a mile, reminding me, You already overspent, so why does it matter if you spend more? The Hulk would turn a $7 coffee purchase into the start of the downward spiral of spending outrageous amounts of money because as the Hulk would remind me, I was behind anyway, so I might as well impulsively spend until my paycheck was gone. Those two voices would battle for ownership over every purchase I made. They both had me oozing with shame, and I was so out of whack with money that I felt at a complete loss. Even when I finally started making progress on my journey toward financial freedom, guilt and shame around money plagued me for years, negatively impacting my mental health and stopping me from achieving sustainable goals. Yes, I would make progress, but progress looked like taking one step forward and 20 steps back, and I felt like shit along the way. But that's no longer my story. I've gone from being a broke 20-year-old college girl with more than $36,000 of debt to being on track to become a millionaire before I turned 28 years old. I actually officially hit this goal of becoming a millionaire at 27 years old, shortly after turning in my final manuscript, but the book was written prior to hitting this goal. I've learned not only how to quiet these voices, but also how to save, spend, and invest money without guilt, shame, and most importantly, without giving up my lifestyle in my 20s. If you're here, you probably know what it's like to feel a tinge of guilt no matter what it is you're spending money on. You're familiar with that overwhelming need to justify your spending. You too have this lurking sense that you're behind with money and a daunting feeling that it might always be that way. Couple those emotions with the low-key embarrassment from not totally understanding how to get ahead with money and you've got yourself the perfect cocktail for staying stuck and struggling. The shame-filled approaches in the financial industry chew you up and spit you out, leaving you thinking there's something wrong with you, or that you're too dumb to be good with money, or maybe that you're just not working hard enough. This voice of financial instability is something that is so present in adults around the world that there have been numerous studies that show a link between mental health struggles and financial stress. The American Psychological Association's APA 2014 Stress in America survey says that 72% of American adults are stressed about money at least some of the time, and 26% are stressed about it most or all of the time. The financial approach of only looking at surface-level logistics leaves out huge parts of this conversation like mental health. Why does this old-school financial approach remind you of your toxic ex? 
they're both trash. You're also likely feeling stuck with finances from a logistical standpoint. Maybe you're stuck in credit card debt and student loans, feeling like you're working way too hard to have as little as you do in savings. You agree that you have a lot of guilt or shame around money and know it's an issue, but you're thinking, I mean, sure, I'd love to just not feel guilty while spending, but how will that help me get ahead with money? It is time to introduce the new way of getting ahead with money, the deeper than money approach. The deeper than money approach is an aligned approach, meaning I will teach you how to get ahead with money in a way that matches your goals and priorities to help you implement a financial strategy while ditching shame so you can not only hit huge financial milestones, but also accomplish them guilt-free. This approach focuses on teaching you how to spend in alignment. Spending in alignment is our holistic approach to using your money in a way that is emotionally, mentally, and logistically aligned with who you are today and who you want to become. It elevates your current and future life simultaneously. This approach will not only transform your day-to-day emotions around spending, freeing you from the two voices of the bitch and the hulk, but also will lead to you hitting more sustainable and therefore faster results like saving, paying off debt, or investing. Older approaches rely on willpower to create an all-or-nothing mentality, a mindset that often creates vicious cycles of getting ahead and then falling behind. These approaches focus solely on restriction and shame-based principles, leading to frantic, all-over-the-place outcomes, strain on your mental health, and frankly, super inconsistent results. Instead of focusing on restrictive, sacrifice-based curriculum, the deeper-than-money approach focuses on getting sustainable results while still allowing you to enjoy life, complemented by strategies to make your money work hard for you. This approach leads to better, more maintainable results over time and still allows you to spend guilt-free. Instead of telling you to cut out your gym membership or your beloved $7 latte, I will give you the strategies you need to get ahead with money in the same amount of time without giving up things you love. Let's say you are an iced coffee queen and love a fun little afternoon DCT, delicious coffee treat. Traditional financial advice would tell you, skip your latte and give it up all together. Deprive yourself, asshole. But the truth is, for many people, depriving themselves doesn't lead to saving more money or paying off debt faster. In fact, it normally ends up hurting them, leading to a quick win and then huge setbacks. Have you ever tried cutting out all spending only to say, screw it, I'll try again next month? Restrictive spending techniques often lead to an all-or-nothing mentality that ends in a roller coaster of emotions and a lot of burnout. And even in rare cases of deprivation leading to some money wins, the question becomes, at what cost? Skipping the coffee with friends? Missing the vacation? Not having clothes you feel confident in? Deprivation actually hurts you, not only when it comes to your results, but also when it comes to the negative effects on your mental health and your overall mindset. It's likely to harm your quality of life too. I have an answer for you that is not only better than deprivation, it's also a hell of a better time. For my skeptical babes out there, let me give you a quick example of a client who loved her coffee and didn't have to give it up to get ahead with money. Meet Mackenzie, 
a real estate agent, dog mom, and vanilla sweet cream cold brew lover who wanted to pay off some debt without giving up a fun afternoon drink a couple of times a week. She often went to coffee shops to work and get into a creative headspace, and she wanted to ensure she was supporting small businesses by purchasing coffee. Rather than me telling her, stop buying the cold brew, suck it up, and work from home instead. We implemented an aligned strategy to keep the cold brews coming while still allowing Mackenzie to save money too. Right now, she's spending $7 per drink 10 times a month, which was a $70 monthly expense. Once we understood her priorities, we sat down and looked at other areas of her life where we could implement some financial strategy. To give an example, one tiny piece of strategy we implemented with Mackenzie was negotiating rent. We taught her how to successfully negotiate what she paid, which ended up saving her more than $150 a month. Now, instead of focusing on cutting out the things Mackenzie cared about, not only is she still getting her cold brews, but she has an extra $80 a month to put toward her goals. This is just one strategy I'll be teaching you in this book, how you can ditch deprivation and start spending in alignment. Yes, you can feel this good. I won't tell you that you need to spend how I spend or dictate what you are allowed to spend your own hard-earned money on. I am going to teach you how to unlearn your own current self-sabotaging money patterns so you can create new patterns that aid in your wealth building. This book will walk you through how to spend in alignment instead of purely trying to follow your restrictive budget that usually ends up in a screw it, I'll try again next month inner dialogue if you mess it up. When it comes to those inner dialogues of mine, I have worked to reach a place where, whether it's buying a decaf oat milk latte, paying rent, or booking a trip to Europe, my two toxic inner monologues are silent, and my feelings toward finances are more middle ground. When using the deeper-than-money approach, money becomes more neutral in your life, allowing you to focus less on money itself and more on using it as a tool to focus on your priorities. The core mission is no longer a race to spend as little as possible, but rather to align your spending with your goals while implementing financial strategies. That silence means no more stress, anxiety, or guilt around purchases, which allows you to spend money on enjoying your life now while simultaneously building wealth for your future. Living and spending like this changed everything for me. Now it's time for you to create that same kind of confidence around money in your life. Disclaimer, we do things differently around here. This book is going to pick a fight with the finance industry and encourage you to test out a new way of living, one where spending isn't bad, shame isn't welcome, and each dollar that comes your way is used to elevate your life and get you closer to your goals and how you want to live. Believe it or not, the ticket to financial freedom doesn't have to come at the expense of giving up the things you love. I'm literally writing this chapter with a forbidden venti Starbucks vanilla latte in my hand in my apartment that I rent instead of own. Oh, and I'm still going to be a millionaire before I turn 28. And although you might be thinking, okay, bitch, I get it. You have money and can spend it? Cool. I'm not telling you this because I want you to spend your money like I do. I'm telling you this because those examples are things that are big priorities for me in my life. 
it's perfectly okay if they aren't the same as your priorities. This book isn't going to use a my way or the highway strategy to teach you how to spend your own hard-earned money. This book is going to explain how to build financial confidence, understand the system, and use your own intuition and priorities to get ahead with money. This book is also not a fluff-filled mindset book preaching, just spend a lot and trust that more money is coming to you. This book will give you proven strategies combined with deep inner work to create sustainable change so you leave with tangible, wealth-building, life-improving results. This is the finance book that will finally make money feel fun and easy and prove to you that building wealth is, well, deeper than money. And that was a sneak peek into chapter one. Again, that was only part of chapter one. So if you're like, um, bitch, we were left hanging. You know what? Go pre-order the book right now. Again, if it's after August 22nd, just go and order it. You can get it. Two days shipping. Who knows? You might even be able to overnight it if you do something like Amazon or you can even pick it up right now. Go um, to a local bookstore and go and grab it, which is so wild. Um, Again, if you liked the sneak peek, let me know. Um, Please like leave a comment, leave leave a review. I love going and seeing those. It means so much to me. And um, yeah, we're so excited. And if you could take a second, if you have pre-ordered the book, once you get the book and you start reading it, if you could go and leave a review, on Amazon, that would be so absolutely incredible. It would mean so stinking much to me. And yeah, it's just, oh, this is just so surreal. I appreciate you so much for being here, for listening, for tuning in. And I'll see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. <laughs>